Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this great opportunity, again, to speak to your people. Uh, they're yours, and, um, and you gifted me uh, to be able to share with them. And we don't take that for granted. We don't brag. We don't boast. Uh, we just have confidence in you and confidence in your word. And, uh, Lord, and thank you for being able to share uh, this message with them. Lord, we actually let the heart of someone receive this message that their hearts will never be the same. They will focus on you and trust you and believe in you and never walk away. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, I'm so glad to see so many of you all here and so many faces, and I'm really excited um, what God is doing for us. Um, the, the title of our message is called Safe House. Uh, Safe House. And it's important, and I want everyone to really focus in on understanding why the church is a safe space, right? It's the safe house. It's, 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 it's God's house. Um, in Matthew chapter 16, Jesus had a conversation with one of the apostles. He says, now say unto thee that thou art Peter. He said, and upon this rock, he said, I will build my church. This is what he said. He said, I will build my church. Everybody said, my church. He said, I will build my church in the gates of hell. Right, should not prevail against it. He said, I'm going to build my church in the very gates of hell would not prevail against it. Uh, that's important to understand that because it's God's church. Who church is it? Now, remember now, a lot of times, you know, sometimes people get really, really deep, and they say the building is not the church. Uh, the building, the church is the people, and I agree. Uh, the people make up the church. <clears throat> and so the people is... Um, also recognized as the church, as the body of Christ, and we compose. Remember, now, this building is the space that God had given to us uh, to worship him. Um, when you read in um, uh, Acts um, chapter 2, and starting at verse like 42, well, I'm just going to read it. I'm not going to put it on the screen. I just want to read it to you, a little bit of it. Um, it says, uh, it's about the believers, and I want you to really get this because the word of God Stands by itself, right? It says, and all the believers, in verse 42 of Acts, the second chapter, it says, all the believers devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching, right? And to fellowship. Everybody say, and to fellowship, right? He says, and sharing in meals, including the Lord's Supper and prayer, right? He said, this, a deep sense, verse number 43, a deep sense of awe came over them all, and the apostles performed many miraculous signs and wonders, in verse 44, it says, and all the believers met together in one place and shared everything they had. Everybody said one place. They, they met in one place and they shared all their possessions. That's what they did, right? But then he goes on to say this in verse 45. They sold their property and possessions and shared their money uh, with those in need, right? So they made sure, man, that this church was a different kind of place where the people had come together, man, and they had embraced Christ and his teachings, and the apostles' teaching, and they, they were so engulfed in it, and they loved it so much that they, they were, there were people who had property and all that, and they sold their property, and they brought the proceeds to the apostles because they wanted to make sure nobody in the house suffered, right? So they wanted to make sure everybody suffered. Now, remember, this is the, the family of God, right? In verse 46, they worshiped together in the temple. Everybody said the temple. He said they worshiped together in the temple each day, 
All right. And then it says, and they met in homes for the Lord's Supper and shared their meals with great joy and generosity. So they met in two places. Right. They met in the temple and then they met in homes. Right. And so uh, and they did that because it's hard to really create community man, in a large group. Right. And so they had small groups where they got together and they met. All right. And then he says this. He says, and and with great with while praising God and enjoying goodwill of all the people, and each day the Lord added to their fellowship those who were being saved. Now, what God did was, now the people didn't do it. What God did was because of the fellowship and the unity, and they had such a love and a bond that people wanted to be a part of it. Right? And so the church started to grow, right? Like never before. It was the fastest growing anything, right? And so the church is really a called out group of people. It's really called, really to set the tone or set the stage for world, um, a worldview. It taught people how to live in the world. That's the church. Now, understand this. They came together uh, in large groups, and then they broke in small groups. Uh, but the key was uh, that they all was in unity and fellowship. Everybody said fellowship. That's important. Now, don't miss that, all right? Don't miss it. And, and I preached this last, I talked about it last week. Satan is on the rampage, right? And he is serious, man. And he's not playing with you, right? All right? Now, remember, Jesus was telling him, to listen now, it's important because some people, days, he said, if I don't shorten their days, even their leg won't make it, right? He said, this thing is serious business. So Satan is coming like never before. And the church is the place that you need to be. Not just here having fun and all this. The church means I accept Jesus Christ into my life, and he's the Lord of my life, right? So when I accept him into my life, I'm saying you're the Lord of my life. I'm not doing this thing for show. This is a a life or death thing, right? This is real talk, right? Because if you don't, right, if you don't do it, now it's important. Uh, Now listen to me, right? It's crucial, man, when you come to church, that you come to hear the word of God, right? That's important, right? Now, so I don't want to embarrass anybody, but I want you guys to understand something. When you come to church, remember you come to hear God's instruction. In the event that you don't, you're going to leave with nothing. That's why you can't have your earbuds in. You can't have all that stuff in because the Satan want to distract you from hearing what God wants you to hear. And then you can leave like you came with no power, life not changed, and wondering how do I deal with life situations. Well, that's the reason why we can't deal with it, because we don't hear God's word. Right? Now, uh, the children of Israel uh, was God's chosen people. And the children of Israel was a group of people, man, that God has sought out, and God wanted to infuse them uh, with his power, right? He had told them um, a, a long time ago under Abraham, and when Abraham had left his family, he said, I'm going to bless you. Uh, he said, and, and, and everybody really attached to you is really going to be blessed, right? And the thing that was important for you to understand is uh, that he knew that Jesus Christ was coming. And Jesus Christ was going to be coming, and when he came, he was going to change lives. Right, so he was always pointing to him. Right, so uh, so when we talk about the safe space, or we talk about the safe house, 
we got to talk about uh, your purpose and watch Satan. Right? Now, so the children of Israel uh, is coming in, and God had told them that they was going to conquer the land. So God told them, so listen, you're going into Canaan, all right, and all these different places, and you're going to take over the place. Right? He said, I want you to understand that. We're going in, and we're going to take over, and we're going to infuse God's laws into the land. Right? Now, what was going on, so you had a lot of people that was over there worshiping idol gods and doing all kind of stuff, doing all kind of crazy stuff, and God was establishing his rule in the land. Right? So when we go to Joshua, um, uh, and you can read the whole chapter, the second chapter of Joshua, but I want to get down to this part. I want to talk about the safe house. All right, here's what it says. So Joshua has sent two spies in, like Moses did when Moses got ready to go, but he sent two spies into the land to check out the land and see was it right for us to go in and take over, right? So when he sent the spies there, everybody had heard about, man, what the Israelites was doing, and they had God backing them. Right? And so everybody was nervous and scared. So these spies that got there, the king, everybody had got wind of them that, the, that, that uh, Joshua had sent these two spies into their land all right, to check out the land. Right? So it says, now, when he got there, when you read this, uh, the rest of that, that, that 17th chapter, they got there, the people were so nervous and so shook up, man, that the king was all worried. And they went, and it was a young lady who was a prostitute. I want you to watch how God used people and understand this. It was a prostitute, and God wanted to use this prostitute to really accomplish his plan, right? And so she had this, uh, this prostitution house in the wall, right? And they knew that all kind of men would come in and all this here. So these spies that came in, and they knew if they came in, they had to come through Rahab's house, right? So the king was worried. Uh, about these spies was coming in to check out the land, and they said, hold it, right? There's some spies in the land. Where are they? They must be at Rahab's house, right? So they go to Rahab's house and try to figure out what's going on. But God had touched the heart of Rahab. I want you to understand this here. She was in a foreign land, right, over there where they worship all kind of idols, but God wanted to take over, and God, you, some of you all were just like Rahab, right? You had, your life was a mess, man, and God interrupted your life and saved you. And you're not what you used to be, uh, but you got to remember, don't you ever forget that God saved you. That's important. Don't get heavy and deep and think that God didn't save you because you've been saved for a while. God saved you, and your life was a mess. Your pastors too. Only God's grace, his amazing grace. I am what I am today because of him. It had nothing to do with me. It had to do with his love for me and what he did at Calvary, right? And so I can't ever forget that, Derek. And now, so, uh, so here's what happened. So Rahab uh, hit these spies because God had touched her heart, Brandon, and, and she realized that, listen, I need to save my family and me, right? Now, God already told him, I want you to go in there and take over everything, right? But he used Rahab. Now, here's a story that's going to be interesting with the church. I don't want you to miss this. Eavesdrop with me. The 17th verse. Before they left, 
the spies were gone. They had discovered the spies had been there. And she had hid them. They came looking for them. She hid them. And here's what it says. Before they left, the men told her, we will be bound by oath. Right? We're going to be bound by this oath. Now listen to me. That we have taken only, everybody say only, if you follow these instructions. I want you to understand something. You're only safe if you follow these instructions. Now, so you got you to stay with the word. He said, you got to follow it. Now, listen. Now, in the event that you don't do it, you can't hold us accountable. But I want you to know we're coming in and we're about to take over. Right? Now, so he goes on here in the next verse. This is what he says, Denise. When we come, because we're coming. Everybody say, we're coming. He said, we're coming. He says, when we come into the land, you must leave this scarlet rope hanging from the window through which you let us down. Right? And all what? Everybody say, your family. All your family members, your father, your mother, your brother, and all your relatives must be here inside the house. In the event that they're not all here, don't hold us accountable. Right? Now, uh, uh, he said, now, it's important to understand that. I'm a parallelist to the church. It's important to understand that you want you and your family saved. It doesn't happen outside of the church. I don't care how deep you are. I don't care how many books you read. I don't care how many conferences you go through. It does not matter. It does not happen outside the church. I I want you to understand that. You can get deep. You can listen to people. They can tell you all kinds of stuff. It does not happen outside of the church because Jesus established that, right? He's going to parallel in the Old Testament so so it makes sense to you because this story will help you understand it, right? So then he goes on to verse number 19. He says, if they go out into the streets and are killed, it would not be our fault. But if anyone lay a hand on people inside this house, we will accept the responsibility for their death. I want you to understand this here now. In the event that your family... I don't care what they say, decide to lead the church. They ain't protected. I want you to understand that. They, they can't walk away from the church and think you're going to be protected. Now, I'm not saying kingdom embassy. Don't get me wrong. I'm not naive and stuck on stupid, right? Now, but I want you to understand, he's talking about the church, right? Now, he says, in the event that they go outside, Ross, right, when we come, because we're killing everything breathing, right? And they're not in this house. They're not safe. You can't play outside of God's house. You can't play. You can't, listen, you can't go outside in the rain without an umbrella, man, think you're not going to get wet. You, 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 you can't, you understand this. I want you to understand because this is deep. You accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. When you accepted him as your Lord and Savior, you said that he's my Lord and Savior. It's no longer about me, but it's about him. So everything I do, now I want you to understand something. Don't ever forget it. 
Everything you have, everything you own, your wife, your children, your husband, everything you have is on loan to you from God. None of it belongs to you. Don't get super deep and think it's because of you. It ain't because of you. It's because God had a purpose and he gave you this in your life, man, to help you fulfill the purpose. When you miss that and you leave and you think you can do outside the church, it don't work. Everybody says, oh, no, I don't, we don't need the church. I don't care. You, you don't have to need it. You just got to stay with the word. Jesus says, upon this rock, I will build my church. That's what Jesus said. This is my church. Now, you, you join this church now, and you say you're part of it, right? Now, you, you got to have reason to lead the church, right? Now, I understand that. And you have people, man, literally walking away from the church. I ain't talking about somebody stay at home, they sleep over, they slept. I'm talking about people say, you know what, I'm really walking away from the word. Because whenever you decide to operate contrary to the word, you saying I'm walking away from it. You say I'm going to do me. I don't care what the Bible say, I'm going to do me. Now you out there outside the house. He said, and it ain't my, listen, this, it, ain't my, it ain't my business. That's what the spy said. Now, we can't do nothing to you when you're out there. Now, watch what happens, right? So, it's, it's, understand this. So, when they came in, Nisi, and they came in there and they took over Jericho, right? Everybody that was in Rahab's house, now, remember, they was not saved, right? Because they trusted the spies' words, they stayed in the house. Some people think, I don't believe them, so I'm going to leave the house because it won't happen to me. We can run out to 7-Eleven, well, 7-Eleven don't exist no more. We can run out to Walmart. And grab a loaf of bread because we low on bread. He said, you're on your own now. Because we're killing everything breathing. Listen, when I hear the story, someone's like I can hear Satan says, I can't touch you until you leave the house. I, I can't mess with you as long as you're in the house. But when you walk away from the house, I don't care how smart you are. I don't care how deep you are. I don't care how many conferences you went to. I don't care what you did. Once I get you to leave the house, I got you now. And then we was, Lord, save me. He said, I told you to stay in the house. I, I, to, I told you to stay in the house. You said, no, I want to do me. You, you understand. We need, he said, I said, stay. In the house. He said, stay in the house. Now, listen, here's the thing. When Jesus was teaching about the kingdom, he told us in Matthew, he said, if you seek me first, he says, everything else comes as a package deal. I've seen people 
in my lifetime walk out of the house and lost their spouse. I've seen them walk out and lose their family. They walked out and they didn't realize because they thought it was theirs. And when they walked out, they said, I'm tired of church and everybody in it and what they're doing. I'm mad. And, I, and they walk out. And when they walk out, they're screaming and crying because they're trying to get back in, but the door is shut. Now, now so, so it's important to understand uh, whose side are you leaning on? Is God really the Lord of your life? I'm, 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 this, I want you to understand this, man. Don't miss this, right? Jesus said that they know your mind, not by your gifts, not by your anointing. Not by your preaching during, not by your teaching during. He said, they won't know you mind by that. He said, there's only one signature. He said, the reason they're going to know you mind is by the love you show. And you can't fake it because what comes from the heart will touch it. And love, and when Paul was writing, he said, love covers a multitude of faults. You, you can't get around it, right? But what the, listen, what the enemy does, he gets you to walk out from up under the house of love and have you leave because you think you're going to get something else. And you get out there and you realize don't nobody care. And you say, oh, man, I can't believe this. I told you don't leave the house. I tell people all the time, sometimes people want to come and they want to join my church. And they said, I said, listen, hold it now. Before you join Kingdom Embassy, right, if you got a church, let us be your bonus family. But don't walk out the house. Don't leave your house. So you may be upset about some things, but don't leave your house. You know, go visit. You come over here on vacation. Now, if you ain't got no house, we'll provide one for you. But don't leave the house. Are you with me? Now, so, so here's the thing. It's under, I, want you, I want you to get this. I don't want you to miss it because some people are super spiritual and super deep, right? And it's a simple thing. That, it's so simple um, that a baby can understand it because it's, once you realize that it ain't about you, once you realize it ain't about you, you won't leave the house because you know you are not protected out there. You got to stay with the word. The, the reason we are what we are is because of him. Right? And so when, these, when they go in there, they say, listen, uh, as long as y'all stay there, you're good to go. Now, 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 listen to what the psalmist said. Right? You guys heard it before. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear or whom shall I be afraid? The Lord is my fortress. Right? protecting me from danger, so why should I tremble? Then he goes on to say this here. When evil people, everybody say evil people, come to devour me, when my enemies and foes attack me, they will stumble and fall because they can't mess with me, Nisi, as long as I'm in the house. 
And, and the thing is, man, when you're in the house, it's something about the house. Now, remember the house is anchored in love. So he told you, while you're in the house, Nisi, if a brother is overtaken in a fault, you who are spiritual, what he saying? He said, you who really say you have a relationship with God, you need to undergird them. Because, listen, because we need each other. That's why I read Acts, the first chapter, the second chapter of Acts. He said, because we are a family. Now, so, so when the Lord, the Lord is my life, my salvation, whom shall I fear? Uh, listen, as long as I stay with Christ, as, as long as I stay with Christ, as long as I focus on the word, as long as I do what the word says, as long as I understand it's not about me, but it's about Christ. Listen to me. You, you can't not do if Christ is the center of your life. That's what we read. It says, uh, this is my Bible. I am what it says I am. I can do what it say I can do. Today, I be taught the word of God, but I ain't going to follow it unless it meet my needs. As long as it line up with what I want. Because here's the thing. I don't care who you are. You can't get around being in the house. Because it's about, the house really is about love. It's really, it's really about love. I, I heard uh, a guy sometime, he said, you can't really measure love outside of conflict. So I, I don't know, listen, somebody said, I love you. And then as soon as run, you're in a marriage and you get, and you're in, in trouble. And soon as hell hit, you run. But you can't really measure the love unless you had a conflict. Then I'm going to find out, do you really love me? Because I think you've been lied to me. Because soon as something happened, you leave me high and dry. That's what Jesus said. You say you love me. Jesus said this way. He didn't say it like that. He said, you serve me with your lips. He said, but your heart is far from me. He said, you can trick everybody else, but you can't trick me. Because I know you. Because I was there when you was creating your mother's womb. He said, I know know what you're thinking. Say it again. Before you thought it. See what I'm saying? Talk to me over there, girl. You ought to put that coat, you ought to put the fork in your hair on that one. Listen what he says. This, This is the beauty, man, of being in the house. Though a mighty army surrounds me, my heart will not be afraid. Even if I am attacked, I will remain confident. Everybody say confident. He said, the one thing I ask of the Lord, the thing I seek the most, is to live in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, delighting in the Lord's protection. Protection, perfection, watch this, and meditating where? At home. In his temple. Listen to me. It's important to understand this thing. If you want your marriage to work, 
You gotta be in the house. Mm-hmm. You it won't work outside the house. If you want your children to get right, it only happens in the house. You can't get advice outside the house. You can't get advice outside the house. You got to stay in the house. And, and so what I'm saying, you got to stay in God's presence. You, you got to be engaged with him. You got to know that you know. He says, that's why I, say, I can be confident. Ain't no Shame in my game. I already know that I know. Now, it can't trick me because I know too much about him. You know, I, I, listen, when I was nothing and nobody, he said to somebody. Right? And, and, and so I want you to understand who you are. You're so special that he died on the cross for you because he wanted you in the house. He said, I wanted to protect you, man, from the enemy. So I died on the cross just for you. I, he said, I know you, I know you lied, I know you did some things. He said, But today is the day that if you accept me in your heart, the game changed. He said, I'm a game changer. He said, But I can't change a game outside of the house. You know, I tell you, I used to coach. And some guys, man, they were pretty good. I know I might go in and out. They, they got me. So what, what happens is I had guys, man, they was really, really, Lance, they was really good football players and basketball players, Mark. They was really good. But here's the problem. Some of the guys was really good, and they would skip practice. And everybody was, you know, you come to the game, and everybody, I don't understand why you won't put him in. Put him in, coach. You don't know what you're doing. But I, I promise you one thing. All the kids that was at practice didn't say that. The kids that was in the house knew why he didn't play. He said, because you didn't come when we needed you. Listen, the reason why God brought, now I'm going to talk to my family, my kingdom. The reason why God brought you here, right here, he's because I want you to be a part of this. And it's important because somebody need you. I'm going to send somebody there to your house, right? And they're looking for a safe space. And I need you and your gifts that I gave you to be there to welcome them when they come. What if somebody came to your house and you invited them and, 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 and they got there and they couldn't get in? They drove in from Chicago and you wasn't at home. But you told him you were going to be there. You told him, man, I'm going to be at home. And listen, a long time ago. So they shows up. And when they show up, you're not there. Right? And, and here's, the, here's the beauty of it. I want you to understand this message. And I, I promise you, I want you to get it. And I'm done. So I'm coming over. There are people that's hurting, man. I mean, hurting. God has chose you. I want you to go to Corinthians with me so you understand this. Read it. He says, I reconcile you to me. And I didn't do it, Nigel, just for you. He said, the reason why I reconcile you to me, he said, because I need you to reconcile someone else to me. He said, because when I did it to you, it wasn't me. I used somebody else. 
but it was me working through them. And they reconciled you. They prayed for you. They, they, they laid hands, and then they helped deliver you. Now, where are you? I left the house. So they came and they broke it. People don't come to church. Most people don't come to church unless they broke it. I ain't talking about the regular members. You have people when they come visit, they, bro- they say, man, I, I've tried the world. I done smoked all the dope. I can smoke. I done lied. I done cheated. Now, I'm, let me try Jesus. So they come to the house. They looking for their life to be restored. So they come to the house and you ain't at home. For he will conceal me there when trouble comes. He will hide me in his sanctuary. He will place me out of reach. Watch this. On a high right. Listen to me. This is good. Everybody said good. God said, I got you if you stay in the house. And, and listen, and we got people coming, man, trying to get to the house. And they want to get here because they heard about the house. They, they heard about it. Somebody heard. Listen. Uh, uh, I, I just got to give her testimony. I'm so glad she's here. I'm going to give a little bit of testimony. Uh, Sister, Sister Nige, when she first came here, please pray for me. But she came here and she walked in. Now, she came to this all-black congregation. It's a black church. And she walked into all these black folks. And she was shell-shocked. No, she wasn't. But she, was, she, she, she walked in. And when she walked in, and she, and she was dealing with some issues in her personal life. But she came to the house. When she came to the house, she needed something. Somebody hugged her in the house. She ain't never left, y'all. But but, but you didn't realize, you didn't realize the guy that put you here to hug her. Because you had never seen her before. You never laid eyes on her. You didn't know when she walked in, who is this lady? But she was dealing with something. And when you gave her a hug, it changed Everything. Everybody says about the love in the house. I, I better quit. It's, it's 12 or 5. I got to quit. I'll pick this thing up next week. Nisa, I'll pick it up next week. Nisa, I got to stay. It's so important. Don't you let nobody in hell pull you out of the house. I don't care what the, listen, you are what you are because you accepted Jesus Christ and you, listen to me, man, I, it ain't, listen, I, I, I may have to bow down to Dr. Abiyadi because he have his doctorate, but it ain't many people in this building, man, that study like I study, I promise you, man, there's not many of you all here, I study, I mean, inside, like history, everything, I know it, I don't preach it and teach it like I know it, right? Listen, I didn't read it all. Ain't, I am what I am because of Jesus. So when people come to me, I've heard people tell me everything, man, from being a Muslim to Jehovah Witness to, to being Buddhist. They, they did it all. They're spiritual. They've been deep. They sit down with me. And I'm like, when they get done, I look at their life, and I look at where I was, and I say, the hell with you. I ain't going over there. I know what he's done for me. You know what he's done for you. Why would you let the devil pull you away from what you know God has done for you? 
Don't you let him, don't you ever let the devil pull you away from the house. I don't need this here. I can watch it on TV. I can do all this here. Listen, you didn't get saved that way. God didn't, don't you mess with me. Rose, I got, listen, listen, we, we are, listen, man, we are a reflection, man, of our father. I don't understand Jesus, man, sometimes you may fall out with your mama if they ain't lining up with Jesus. You know, me and Dr. Abby, they'd be talking sometime, and he, and he, I mean, he Jesus for real. So I'd be saying something. He said, I don't care what you say. Bring it back to Jesus. Bring it back to Calvary. He said, when you get done, bring it back to Calvary. He said, Pastor, I know you read a whole lot of stuff. That's deep stuff. Come on back to Jesus. But don't, don't you, don't go nowhere. Don't you let them trick you. They read a whole lot of books. They got a lot of ideology out there. But don't forget what Jesus done for you. I say that to you all because we need your love. Listen, I need your love. The people need your love. God infused you with his Holy Spirit and gave you his love. People need your love. Don't withdraw your love and take it away from the church. Every Sunday, man, somebody is coming through them doors, man. Just, I know it's even the pandemic. Some people, man, they say, I wish somebody would just hug me. I know it's a pandemic, so they put the mask over their whole head. They said, just hug me. Just, I just need somebody to hug. I just need somebody to I need it bad. That's how important you are. And I'm way over time. But listen, I'll pick this thing up next week. But, but I want to look at the devil, what, what Satan is trying to do, he's trying to pull us away. Listen to me, and I'm done with this here. It's not about you. You, you want to make it an individual thing. It ain't about you, man. It, it's not about you. It's about, it's about Jesus. Right? Man, listen, I love Ardina. Baby, y'all. Right? Now, and I've seen a lot of beautiful women. All right? I, I don't not cheat on them, man, because Ardina beautiful. All right? Uh, pretty. I don't cheat on Ardina, man, because I love Jesus. <laughs> Listen, because I love him. And because I love him, he gave me the rules in the book how to deal with her. Because I love him, he told me how to love her and not love nobody else like her. That's why he gave us five different loves. He said, I gave some agape, some filio. He said, but that sturgeon up. That other. He said, listen, that's fine. But this love, don't you share that with nobody else. But where did I get it from? The word. Everybody say the word. It's the church. Everybody stand to your feet. I got I, I to gotta stop this thing. Give the Lord a hand clap. I can't even finish it. Let's bow heads. <clears throat> Maybe there's someone out there who don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Or you know him, but you haven't really made him the Lord of your life. You know you feel Satan pulling on you, right? I need a couple, a couple few prayer warriors up here because uh, somebody needs somebody to pray with them. If you don't feel comfortable, don't come. But if you, don't, if you can put your mask on, whatever, just come. 
They, they, you ain't got to get close. They can pray to you from a distance if you don't want to touch their hand. But somebody need this prayer, right? Uh, Lord, thank you. Thank you for those who know who you are. The Satan is pulling on so strong. They say, I'm staying in the house because I know I'm safe in the house. And if I leave the house, I'm not protected against the wiles of the devil. So, Lord, we stand here. So, Lord, we ask you right now to touch them. Touch them right now. Touch their heart and their mind. Let them have such a strong desire to live for you. 